so you were just saying, <laughs> I believe your exact quote was, when I wrote this down, I swore I would never forget it. Please tell us what you're trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what I meant by this, this thing I wrote down. Which is? <laughs> it's about a sandwich. Clearly. Or is it? It is. Do you want me to read it? Sure. Modern day Scarface sandwich. Scarface is two words. I'm not sure if that was intentional or not. So knowing you and knowing Scarface, I'm imagining it's the scene with the giant pile of cocaine that he buries his face in. So is there a sandwich <laughs> that you equate to a giant pile of cocaine that you're burying your face into? Wait, you told me something downstairs that you did recently. Does it have to do with that? No. Not Ryan's Deli? No, not actual... Modern day Scarface. Scarface as in the movie. Okay, that's what I figured. Yes. Giant pile of cocaine. Say hello to my little friend. Modern day Scarface. Uh, what's his name? Inigo Montoya. What's Scarface's name? Hello? <laughs> I'm thinking so hard about so many things right now. Why do you write these so cryptically? Because mine mine just says Nintendo Direct. I know exactly just, what that means. That's just that's just how my head works. <laughs> but that's it just doesn't. <laughs> We're proving right now that it doesn't work. And this is the seventh thing that we've written down that you have no idea. It's gonna live in the list graveyard. The graveyard of things to no. talk about on things on the no. podcast. Alright, no. let's talk about fully operational battle station. Let's talk about whoa, Thank whoa, You whoa. Chemistry You're changing lab. gears so fast it's to the point that it's aggressive and I think you're attacking me. Yes, at this point, I need to. This is an intervention. Oh, what the fuck? Do you still want to talk about the World Tag Championship? <laughs> What the fuck was this? Are you like, what are you, are you browsing back through your history? This yes. is not good content right Modern now. Modern <laughs> day Scarface sandwich. Well, where did I? I'm so frustrated on your behalf and on my behalf <laughs> because I tell you not to write notes like this. I, I try not to. That's just how my mind works. All right. I'm going to vamp. And Bam. I'm going to talk about how my streaming is going on Twitch and that it is going very well. I broke 50 followers the other day. I was very proud. Started a stream uh, after the Nintendo Direct on Tuesday. Okay. Um, had a great time watching the Nintendo Direct and doing some tinfoil hat theory breakdowns after. Uh, mm -hmm. Those are highlighted on my Twitch page if you want to check them out. Um, but... Uh, after that, kept playing some Zelda on stream. Uh, started with 42 followers, and I did this little thing. I put this this little thing I see on some people's streams. There's a little like stream follower goal or subscriber goal or tips goal or something yes. like that. I always wonder if it works. Boy, howdy, let me tell you, it works. I just put uh, the road to 50 followers, 42 out of 50. And people in the chat were just like, I can help you get to 50. I was like, sure, if you want to. And it's like, here's my brother. Subscribe. Okay, cool. 43. <laughs> and my brother's like, oh, yeah, I know some people. Uh, here's four more people. <laughs> 48. And I was like, oh, my God, that was fast. And then uh, one of our old coworkers from Apple, um, lovely, lovely man, got three of his children and his daughter's boyfriend <laughs> to, subscribe. to subscribe. And then, boom, 52. Couldn't believe it. It was awesome. Um, well, congratulations! Thank you. Hey. Um, 
yeah, it was a it was a great time. I'm gonna clip uh, the moment it happened because it was just a just a good time. Lots of lots of virtual hugs all all over. That's good. Um, That's good. Twitch.tv slash FIFRNet for anybody who wants to see my tinfoil hat Zelda theories or watch yes. me play Zelda or watch uh, just a, a, a Twitch boy get so happy to reach 50 followers. It was a really good time. That's good. Um, so thank you to anybody who listens who followed me. I know we have a few people who listen to this who do follow me, uh, including yourself. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've given me a lot of conversation topics to keep the stream from getting stale. Good. I'm glad I help with my crazy input. Yeah. Have um, any any updates on the Scarface sandwich? You know, uh, the last report is it's still going. What? Um, they're still working on finding the solution to the problem. Who's they? <laughs> I don't know why. The little people who work <laughs> in your brain. <laughs> I don't know why I started talking like I was on TV, as if I'm reporting on something. <laughs> they are still working towards... And over to Dubs for the update on Scarface Sandwich. Breaking story. Breaking story? We on have Dubs on location. Scarface Sandwich. Do you ever try to talk like a news person? <laughs> like when you're in the car or like a weatherman? Uh, you know how they have a very particular way of talking? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. A man was sighted on the street of Punxsutawney uh, trying to incite a riot. Uh, yeah, I try to talk like that, but nothing ever comes out. All right, I'm going to veto this topic because you're just blankly staring at your phone looking for hints, I think. I'm looking. They are still investigating <laughs> to find the source of the comment that you are referring to. Uh, they are uh, they are saying that they're getting closer. Okay, but they cannot give us a actual estimation at of this time. So uh, back to you. Okay, <laughs> the next topic we're going to talk about is a different one, and we're not talking about that one again. Uh, do you remember what walnut butter roll was about? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Which one were you looking for? Was I looking for? Yeah. The the Scarface sandwich, but what's walnut butter roll? Do you not remember walnut that one? Walnut butter roll is so much higher above modern day Scarface sandwich. I don't know. That's the one I wanted to talk about. I had some walnuts today. Some walnuts and pecans. Walnut butter roll. Jesus Christ. Are you serious? That one seems so straightforward to me. I literally <laughs> tossed you a meatball, I thought. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm deleting it. What's the next <laughs> no, one? No, don't delete it. I need it. I need that. Don't you? Don't you touch my topics. We are uncovering some deep dark shit in your psyche. <laughs> you just said no. Don't. I need it. I need <laughs> what it. What are you doing? It's walnut butter roll. How dare you? How dare you? Let's move on to Nintendo Direct. Jesus, <laughs> it's just gonna be my topics because all of yours got flushed. No, in, no, 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 no. They will come to me. Brain trauma they will event. come to me. They will come to me. Uh, let's talk about me. the Nintendo Direct, though. Yes. Please, because yes. we could easily fill the whole rest of the episode with this because I'm very excited about it. Let's do it. So, the best review I saw of the Nintendo Direct <laughs> was a comment on Reddit that said, this was one of Nintendo's best Nintendo Directs in recent years, which shows how boring their Nintendo Directs have gotten. <laughs> but is that a bad thing? What? I feel like Nintendo never disappoints. They just don't. They're just not exciting. Yes. They I've, always. Here's something cool. 
and 20 minutes of shit nobody cares about, not even... Or not asked just, for. Not just you don't care about. I don't think anybody cares about any of this. Yes. Compared to PlayStation and Xbox, when they do drops, it's either that looks like shit, yeah. or I'm so hyped for this, and there's no in-between. Yeah. There's never just, oh, that was fine. It's just a... That was... Ugh. I think... Um, Disappointing. Sony is aware of what's garbage... <laughs> And they throw it in like a, like a, what's the type of trailer called? A sizzle reel. Okay. They throw it in a sizzle reel. And it's like, here's five seconds of this game. Here's five seconds of this game. Here's five seconds of this. You want this. You want that. This game is coming. This game is coming. This game is coming. Now here's something new. God of War 2. <laughs> Uncharted 5. Last yeah. of Us 3. Yeah. And it's like, Bruh! The bangers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And they, yeah. they know how to, how to deliver that stuff. Right. Where Nintendo, what they do is they just do that stuff at the end. So you just have to, ah. it's like putting the bread and, bread and milk at the back of the grocery store. You have to walk through all the other crap you don't need. And then on your way, you're like, hmm, I do need a couple gallons of Arnold Palmer. Ooh, uh, <laughs> ooh I do need that new flavor of Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Um, no, we just talked about how you're you're doing. It was an example. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm past that life. I don't really know what other healthy food there is besides the three that I eat or whatever. <laughs> um, no, but Nintendo just puts everything at the end. Um, and I think we're so used to so many of these big tech companies and media companies and things like that just being exciting all throughout. We've seen the Marvel, like, Phase 3, Phase 4 announcements, and it's like, boom, cool thing, boom, cool thing, boom, cool thing, and that's always fun. The Apple keynotes are always exciting all the way through. There's always a little dip where it's like, now we're going to talk about all the new fitness features that are coming for the watch and all the accessibility features on the phone. Okay, now here's what the new iPhone looks like and stuff like that, yeah. and that's, that's fun. Um, Nintendo is just like, Hey, we did an HD remake of the fourth most popular Monkey Ball game. <laughs> Here's four minutes of gameplay. And you're like, okay, cool. And then you just zone out and look on your phone and try not to get too distracted in case they start revealing something cool. Um, but yeah, so to wrap up what they announced, a uh, new Mario Party game that the whole time I was watching the trailer, I wasn't sure if it was a new game or DLC for the last game, okay. because it looks like it absolutely should have fucking been DLC. Right, right. <laughs> um, so it's a bunch of maps from the original Mario Party, some of the old Mario Parties, and basically fan-favorite minigames. So probably no new minigames. I'm not sure if they said there would still be new minigames. Right. But they're highlighting all the old, famous mini minigames. Uh, and then some old maps completely redone from the ground up, which look really great. And they're like classic maps. So of course they'll be fun. Um, so that was whatever. Uh, they're selling us another Mario Party game which for $60, which I've always thought that series was just mediocre, but fun. Like when you have people over and you want to have a party game, that's mm -hmm. a great option. Yes. $60 though, like... Too much? <laughs> yeah. Like other just as good party games, like Overcooked. We were talking about that downstairs. It's like ten bucks. It's free on an Epic Launcher. There you go. Epic <laughs> Games. Over Overcooked Two. Yeah, is free. Um, so that uh, they announced a new WarioWare game, which I think that series is super underrated. Yes, I did see a lot of hype about that. Yeah, I did see a lot of hype about so that. So it's uh, WarioWare. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but new WarioWare game for the Switch. Uh, and WarioWare, for those who don't know, is all about like micro games. Mm -hmm. So it'll just say like 
shave his mustache and there's a picture of a mustache on screen and you have to figure out the controls and shave his mustache in like 10 seconds yeah uh which is always really fun and frantic and the comedy is so weird and goofy even the trailer wario was like fully voiced like hey it's me wario look at these losers <laughs> i got a bunch of new video games now you can play with two people <laughs> stupid yeah it's just like <laughs> Just Wario being a weird, not funny troll. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I don't know. I feel like he's so cringe. Yeah, exactly. But like... He's so cringe. So self-aware cringe. Like, Nintendo knows he's the cringe guy. Yeah. So like, yeah, let's cringe it up. Let's make him our cringy character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So those are fun. I'm, I'm excited for that. I also love the art style of that. It's like very cartoony, very like it makes me think lines. of It makes me think of a good-looking Game Boy. Yeah, no, yeah, because I think they started on, like, Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Uh, the original WarioWare games. Yeah, they're super fun. Uh, really fun to pick up and play. Um, and then there's, like, a lot of challenges. So, like, the shave the mustache or whatever. It's, like, try to be all levels in two seconds. So, it's, like, shave the mustache in two seconds. Like, you immediately have to know what to do for when you get really good at the game. Yeah. So, that kind of stuff is always fun. Um, they showed a little bit more of Mario Golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, they announced a new character for Super Smash Brothers. Uh, I don't remember the name, but the what's guy the, from Tekken. What's the total number at this point? It's over 80. Oh my gosh. It's I'm just, pretty sure it's over 80. It's just... It's ridiculous. I haven't yeah, played like the last six characters. Just, yeah, it's just it's just such overco now. But yeah, 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 yeah. When there's a new character that I'm like amped about, like if and when Rayman ever comes to the game, I'm gonna hop back into that game and have some fun with Rayman. Yeah, but, like, I'm not gonna pick up the game again to play as Tekken guy. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's also just the problem with it is that it's so much now. It's no longer. I don't know how to word this. Back with earlier Smash Bros, you could pretty much know the fight styles of the characters enough and play accordingly compared to now where there's so fucking many. It's just... It's so hard to... It's like Overwatch where there's so many different counters of characters... But like, there's only so many of them, so you understand, like, oh, Hitscan will take down a Farah, and like, yeah, uh, AOE will take out this this style of tank or something. Like, like you understand that mm-hmm. when you get to over eighty characters, you just can't. Like the meta is lost. Yes, exactly. Like, it's too vast. It's just smash buttons. Do what you can now. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, just, it's just how well do you know your character? Yes, versus yes, yes, yeah. anyone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's games like League of Legends that that's still their thing. They still add, they add characters more frequently yeah, than Smash, true. I think. True. Uh, and there's something like 150 something in League of Legends. Um, but I think yeah. they're at the point where they rotate. I'm pretty sure like for like nine months, a batch of characters will not be playable or something like that. Right. Right. Um, so that's cool. They like cycle through certain metas, which is yeah. really interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, so they announced a new character for Smash, uh, looked fun, um, for people who are into Tekken. I was never into Tekken. I was never really into fighting games and they've been doing a lot of fighting game characters with like the DLC stuff. Um, so they have like street fighter characters now. Um, they have this guy, they have, uh, Ke- uh, Kenny, I think from virtual fighter, I think Okay. probably not even getting that right. Just fighting game guys. <laughs> Um, punch and kick guy. Yeah, punch and kick guy. Yeah. The 
Zelda stuff is what I was really excited for because there were a lot of rumors buzzing. Um, there were rumors of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD, which both came Ooh. out for the Wii U, yes, uh, yes. which the Wii U famously undersold. Yes. Um, say a hard time selling games because nobody had the consoles and the people who did have the consoles didn't give a shit about it anymore because you need like 18 cords to set it up. And like there's multiple giant console sized things that yeah. need to be working at once for it to work. Um, so they've been re-releasing everything on the Switch. Uh, Mario Kart, um, Smash Bros., Pikmin, like so many things also came to the Switch. Um, so they were thinking that they were going to do Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD again on the Switch. So mm-hmm. like even more HD. Okay. Uh, and then a, there were a lot of rumors that they were also going to do Ocarina of Time. But I think that was just because they did the same thing with Mario. Like for their Mario's 35th anniversary last year. They right, released three right. Mario games on one Switch cart. Uh, so people thought they were going to do the same thing with Zelda, which would have been great. They didn't. They t- clearly said, which was kind of, it stung a little bit, <laughs> that they said, we don't have any plans for any new releases for Zelda's 35th anniversary. But what we do have, and the fact that they said but, but. is like, Ugh. Yeah. Uh, is the Zelda edition Game & Watch. I saw that. It does look good. It looks awesome. It looks <laughs> great. I'm super going to get one. I'm probably going to get two, one to play and one to keep on the shelf in the box. Okay. Because um, it's just, it's a cool, like, green and gold Game & Watch, which is Nintendo's first little console ever. Yeah. And it had games like Ball, where you just had to, like, juggle. And uh, I think this one has a game called Vermin, where it's just, uh, like, whack-a-mole, but you have two arms and you have to move left and right. Um, and your link time, yeah this time yeah. the guy who smashes the vermins is link the they made a mario edition game and watch for mario's 35th anniversary which also stings that mario got that too as well as other yeah. cool shit yeah <laughs> um but mario also got that he got the hd trilogy he uh that series got the hd trilogy the game and watch and then mario 35 which is the 35 player online mario game which is super fun uh so this comes with Zelda, Zelda 2, Link's Awakening, the Vermin where Link is the character, and then like the watch features. So like a stopwatch and a, a timer, and I think just a watch, like a clock. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like all looks like it's from a Zelda game, which is super cool. Um, so yeah, I'm going to play it. It's cool. I'd love to have like Link's Awakening on a little tiny teeny weeny handheld. Uh, and the screen looks great on the Mario one. And it's fun to just pick up and play every once in a while. It looks really good. Yeah. It's like something that if you have like a minute to kill, like, oh, yeah, that thing, pick it up off the thing, press the power button. You're literally standing where you left off last time you turned it off like two months ago. It's like, oh, yeah, run and I died. Okay, turn it off. And the thing I was waiting to load is done loading. So back to that. So that's fun. And then uh, they showed off Skyward Sword is still coming in a month. (laughs) Just quick update. It's still on its way. Don't worry, guys. It's still it's. It's okay. It's yeah. Okay. Hey, Don't panic. Don't panic. Just a reminder. Buy yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, and then they showed off another trailer for the sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is still untitled, which is weird. So the first thing, it comes out in 2022. And then they showed a gameplay trailer finally. So the last one was just like a cool, like some cutscene. They showed some clips from a cutscene. Looked very exciting. We didn't really know what was in it, but a very dead mummified guy who looks just like Ganon is in it. Um, it probably is Ganon, but there's 
theories that he's not. And then this one showed some gameplay. It looks super cool. Link gets like an infected arm. And then his Sheikah tablet that he does like the magnet and the bombs through. Uh, it seems that he's doing that right through his arm now in the new trailer. Um, it's very vertical. So the way they made the map exciting, because that's, that's what the question was. If this is a sequel to Breath of the Wild taking place in the same world, how are they going to make that exciting? Giant floating islands in the sky. Mm. Um, so they showed Link like falling from the sky, like skydiving. Yeah. Uh, and then they showed him using the paraglider. Um, and then they showed this cool power where he could like turn into a drop of water and like mm. dive up into an island and evaporate then, into yeah, an island evaporate into an island hit the bottom of the island and then come through the top and then poke his head out and stand up so that looks very cool uh and then they showed a little bit uh more like story snippets something bad happens to zelda she falls off a cliff um link gets his arm infected the ganon thing like reanimates and wakes back up uh and the the hyrule castle like floats up into the air so that's super cool looks very exciting um still didn't give a name and for a date they said 2022 and i was sitting there waiting at the end of the trailer for it to say like spring 2022 (laughs) just said 2022 and then enuma came back on the zelda producer he goes we are aiming to get this launched in 2022 and i immediately was like cool we'll be lucky to get it in 2023 (laughs) because if they can't even confirm a chunk of the year it's because they don't they don't crunch right nintendo doesn't believe in crunch no they miyamoto is very anti-crunch uh, yeah anti-crunch and it's ready when it's ready and he, he has a famous quote that comes up all the time every time a game is delayed or every time a game isn't delayed and is rushed out the door and is a buggy mess um it's like a a, a rushed game is forever bad but a delayed game is eventually incredible or something like that yeah i um, mean it's very wise <laughs> he's it's not wrong like <laughs> yeah Nintendo. Except for Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> True. And but, Cyberpunk. <laughs> but as far as, like, I would say, as far as when Nintendo handles that yes. philosophy, it's, it's, he's right. Oh, yeah. Breath Every of time the Wild. Nintendo does it. Like, Breath of the Wild was delayed for, like, two years, and it's one of the best games of all time. Yeah. Easily. Uh, so. And, like, they, they've opened up about, like, what they added to it. And it's like, oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> because, like, the game without those aspects of it would have been, like, fine. That would have been good. Would have been a good game. But with what they added. Oh my god. Incredible. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh like they just added so many details to it and they like completely redid the way they did dungeons. Yes. Yeah. In your opinion, yes. What makes to you, to you, for you, for for FIFANet? <laughs> what it's my online persona. What is the thing? Or things uh, that makes a game one of the greatest games of all time for you. Ooh. I genuinely wish you had written this one down because I would need to think about it for a while. Nobody's okay. ever had. Okay. I've never like really thought about that specifically. Like specifically what makes you say this is one of the greatest games of all. Not, oh, it's critically acclaimed. It's a 10 out of 10 review. Like No, it's been, no, no. No, yeah. no, it's a when you say this is one of the greatest games of all time. Like what is what are the factors that made you say that? Is it playability, the excitement level? Is it the storyline? Is it the graphics? Is it the the compelling story or the characters? Is it the voice acting? Is it the dialogue? Is it the, I think, what? I think what, I got what? it. If I had to, bo- so I just thought of like quick. What are my favorite games of all time? What do they share in common? <laughs> uh, so there's 
uh, Link to the Past, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, which I'm currently playing on Twitch. There's Minecraft. That game looks great, by the way. Oh, my God. It holds up so well. <laughs> it does. It so does. Uh, looks great is not one of the things I consider. A game can look like total poo-poo. Okay, okay. And still be one of the best games of all time. Okay. Uh, so then you have Minecraft. Very different realm yes. of game. Still yes. one of my favorite games of all time. And then you have Shadow of the Colossus. Three right. incredibly different types of games. They have to have something in common. They do. There's two things. One, immersion. Okay. I want to like escape. I am locked into this game. Like when I'm playing this game, the only thing that exists is this game. Or like when you're okay. playing as a, a character, when you're playing as Wander from Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. I am Wander. Like I, okay. he needs to do this. I don't even think of he. I think I need to do this. Um, okay. Where like there are some games where I'm thinking. Uh, like even great games, Uncharted Three, it mm -hmm. was praised for its graphics and its sound designs. Ten out of tens across the board, and I thought it was good. Uh, I was blown away by Uncharted Two, so my expectations were really high for Uncharted Three. It did not. I was not fully immersed in it. I was looking at it through a lens of, wow, this is a really cool technical achievement that they've done. Mm -hmm. This is like, I did the thing that I do when I like appreciate how a movie is made or how a game is made. It's, wow, this voice acting is really good. Oh, that story choice that they made was really interesting. Where Zelda, Minecraft, Shadow of the Colossus, it's just... Oh yeah, okay. What's next? Let me let me do this next thing. Oh, that's interesting. Like I don't even think of it as a game, and like I don't think of the designers behind the curtain. Like when the curtain disappears, and when there's no like, I'm not thinking about how this is made and all that stuff. It's just it's exciting, and it's always just constantly interesting me. And then the other two, the other thing, I think it's I have two things that makes a game one of my favorites of all time. So the immersion. Uh, like how easily I'm just lost in it. Um, and the other one is how well it holds my intention and excitement. So like okay. Minecraft, I could play for like 10 hours a day. And at the, at that 10th hour, I stop because my hands hurt or my eyes are like falling asleep. <laughs> it's not because like I'm bored. I'm done with this. We're like Overwatch. Part of the reason that like I just burn out so quickly on online multiplayer games is that it's just... It, it's not constantly holding my attention or like my excitement like okay yeah that one's over that round is over time to go back into another one but there's things like the loading time the queue time those things like break me out of it it breaks me out of the immersion the meta breaks me out of it Th those games are great but it, it's not one of my favorite games of all time like it it breaks me out of it constantly those are the load screen is a time for me to like I loosen up I'm just like whoo Woo, all right, we got to get in the game. We got to focus. What the fuck are we doing? We're going forward. Like, what's our what's our comp like? What's yeah, the, that's not what path we taking. We got to fucking gear up. This is this is the third period. We got to go. I was gonna say before you said that you're literally describing sports, not a video game. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how Overwatch feels to me. Yeah, no, so, and, okay. and that's fun, and I could do that sometimes. But that's like not what you value for for my favorite games of all time. I it's got it. I immersion. Got it. It's just. Like, I, I live in this video game. Like, this video game is okay. life right now. Like, that's okay. all I think about. The outside world just... It's like I'm wearing noise-canceling headphones and blinders. And, like, okay. this is the only thing that matters. Um, okay. okay. And there's games okay. that I consider incredible, like God of War, where it's not, like, perfect in those two categories. 
I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite games of all time. I think it's one of the best games of all time. Um, I could see. I see what you mean. Yeah. But yeah. like the immersion, like I'm very invested in the story. Right. But I'm, I'm constantly like, oh wow, this is like a really cool technical achievement. Like the fact that they did this without the camera ever cutting away, and like. Oh my god! Like the story of like the father and the son, how they're slowly growing closer together, and the the son is growing into a man, and the father is growing to be like softer and more forgiving to his son, and things like that. That's so interesting. But it's not like I'm I'm like thinking about those things. Okay, it's not just oh oh right. like a right. full immersion for me is no think only sounds. <laughs> like, okay, okay. So that's then, how you judge it. Okay, and then the constantly holding my attention, there will be like excitement breaks in god of war where it's like okay we finished this thing now it's time to do a puzzle that you're stuck on puzzle yeah Yeah. or now it's time to back tread a mile like i just i've been playing it by the way for uh, my girlfriend and i are finally playing it and like (gasps) we just finished the the dark elves part so where you go to uh, alfheim yeah and then you finish that and then when you're done you have to ride the boat all the way back out and immersion broken like attention lost really (laughs) just paddling and like he's telling a story to his son or something like that or they're talking about how you can't judge who's right and who's wrong because it's war and they probably are both wrong and things like that and stuff like that it's like eh, whatever see that doesn't break the immersion for me Mm. but okay sometimes it does for me there's like moments here and there in alfheim there's like all those puzzles with like the the goopy things that you have to break with your axe and you have to you have to line them up and throw your axe and break them that yeah yeah that's just problem solving yeah just, exactly uh, okay <sighs> what makes this work that's how i feel every time i have to open a chest with the uh, tomes oh my god and i'm just where's that other bell okay the fucking thing how do i it's, hit all these three bells fast enough probably <laughs> up somewhere at a weird fucking oh look there it is i have to like exactly exactly moving. and it's yeah. like that might be holding your attention but it's not holding your excitement like you're not excited right. to open that chest i'm excited once i finally find it yeah and you're like yay and that's like that's a fun moment and that makes you feel good but that's game design like that is the game design on a platter in front of you like we made this hard so you would feel good when you did it where like link to the past minecraft shadow the colossus it doesn't do that it's just about like i don't know it's shadow the colossus in particular it feels like my struggle like against these giant monsters and like I am climbing up them to kill them, and I am so small. I am an ant climbing up this thing, and it's so daunting, but I have to do it to save my girlfriend or wife or whatever. Um, yeah. It's 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 fun. So I think those two things make my favorite games of all time. Okay. Okay. We have, we, we're very different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we knew this. We've been over this. But yeah, do you have, this. do you have things that make your favorite games of all time? Oh uh, yeah, for me it's emotional investment. Emotional investment. It's all. I remember. I remember. So I hold. I hold um, Zelda: Ocarina of Time so high, not just because it was the first. I don't know. I feel new gen is the wrong term, but it was the first, um, like generational leap. There you go. Yeah. It, it was a generational leap for that entire franchise for me, for a lot of people, right? But yeah. I never had a Zelda game be that. It just it pulled me in, like mm. 
going to like the water world and with like helping the princess and just like yeah. all that shit was just whoa <laughs> it just brought me into it emotionally yeah and then finally getting the castle and you're you're fucking roided out you're an adult you know what i mean <laughs> like and you're going up against ganon and everything's dark and you you remember where you when you were there as a kid and there were pigs running around and shit and chickens yeah. and and music was playing and people it was like salt it was just and then it's all busted and broken and, and and dark and you just it's heavy and that's why that game is is so high for me but i i think back on i can't tell you what i think the best games i've ever played are mm. i just don't know um, I know what games I enjoyed more than others, but I don't know if I put them on. Oh, it was the best game I ever played. I have no fucking clue. The games I like to play are the games that emotionally grab me. So, or at least as far as what I would put on a on a, on a tier, yeah, of an like at the S tier of of how I would rate a game yeah. is the emotional investment. Mass Effect, mm. that franchise was a huge game to me because that was the first time when. I you, I could choose what was happening, and I was just what the fuck's going on? There repercussions for what repercussions, you chose? Repercussions, and I need to actually consider what I'm gonna say. It yeah. reflects on my character, you know, just all that stuff. It was very Knights of the Old Republicy, yeah, in that way, in made that by sense, the same company, which was yeah, which is also you know probably that's probably that's yeah, it's one Knights is one of my Kotar is one of my favorite games, yeah, but um. I remember Mass Effect, end of Mass Effect 2, I think it was, or Mass Effect 1. I think it was, I forget if it was 1 or 2. It was so, I, I was so emotionally invested that when I got to the end and you have to choose, uh, it's just the major choice. Yeah. Uh, I called my friend Chet, <laughs> my roommate, because it was his Xbox I was playing and I went, Chet! And I was like, just, I was upset. I was like, <laughs> Chad, what the fuck is this? <laughs> he goes, what's wrong? What's wrong? I went, I'm, at, I'm playing Mass Effect. He goes, oh, yes, yes. Where are you in Mass Effect? And I go, I'm at the end. He goes, oh, you got to choose. I was like, what do you buddy. mean you got to choose? He goes, you got to choose. I was like, tell me what to do. He was like, I, it's up to you. It's your story. You got to yeah. choose. And that was that was such a thing. That was that was so cool. Yeah. Uh, looking back on it now, that it emotionally grabbed me that much. Um, that's like emotional immersion i want to call it and uh, yes emotional investment in a way this is a video game it's a bunch of ones and zeros that means nothing at the end of it and you are conflicted yes. on what button you're gonna press yes, <laughs> yes. is it a or y like, yeah I, I don't know which one i'm hitting i don't know what what what, what, what? Yeah. um i remember because i was sitting and when that happened and it said like choose i remember i froze and i said out loud i said what and then I just went, no, 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 no. And I put the control down. And I got up, and I just—that's when I went for my phone. And I just went, "Fuck this! What's yeah. going on?" And I and I had to call Chet. Incredible. Yeah. It, so, Overwatch. Is, so this is Overwatch is very so Overwatch <laughs> very different emotion, <laughs> but it is emotional to me. Yeah. Right. And it's weird how I get. I I guess you could say I'm competitive. But not just a competitive emotion to it. The cutscenes of the story of Overwatch, mm. for some reason, they're so few, they're so short, but the story of these characters is done so well. Fucking Blizzard, right? Fucking <laughs> Blizzard. And you just get so drawn into it. Yeah. You know? I remember uh, uh, Brood War 
Starcraft. Yeah. That storyline and Starcraft 2 and all that shit. That storyline with Kerrigan and Queen of the Blades mm-hmm. and all that other shit. That was and Jim Rayner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so it, the emotional grab is so strong. I can't tell you my favorite games or what I think are the best games, but I can tell you the one factor for me that really matters the most is just how much do they have the ability to emotionally get me uh, like sucked in. Yeah, each time. And yeah. Overwatch always does it. Yeah. Granted, it's a lot of just... I think I think Overwatch is an outlier because it's such a competitive emotion. Mm-hmm. It's such it's the, a very different one. I can kind of relax to it. There was a period of time when I could quick play. I still can. I can still quick play and just fuck around. But the second you hit purple... You go, you go competitive. <laughs> it's purple. It's a different ball game, man. It's yeah. it's the playoffs. Every game counts. Every point matters in yep. the fucking playoffs. It's just it's so much. It's so intense. Yeah. So, yeah, games like that. But th- there's games where I'm not as emotionally invested that I still like RDR two. Yeah, is an amazing game. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> about that's the so emotional side of it but i'm but it's what you said i'm playing it and i'm going this game's incredible yeah it's incredible i'm fishing and we're having a conversation about our our past because we're fishing yeah this guy and me and it's just awesome just holy See, shit i was the complete opposite like those are the type of things that like you're doing so many of the side quests like i remember there was some <laughs> stat where it's like story completion 25 percent Total game completion, 42%. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You were more close at 100%ing the game than you were to beating the story. Yes. Or like those types of things to me is what drew, like drew me back to that game. It's like, oh God, I don't want to... I don't want to have to like do a bunch of dumb side missions to get enough money to get better guns so I could keep going better in the story. I just want like more of the story. Like the story was driving me forward. The story is also very... But that's... I, I agree and that's why I'm not doing the story. Because I'm scared of it being over. I, you really got to push through. Because I'm just, oh, man, but I don't want to know what happens. Like, I don't want the feds to find me. You know, just you gotta shit push like, through. you know what I mean? Just, you oh, man, this, yeah, I got to play it again. That game for me, played again. Well, like, I stopped because God of War came in. Oh, I life. thought you were going to like restart. You're just going to like pick it back up. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to turn on the Xbox and, yeah. and play it again. <laughs> um, so that game to me, fantastic game. I think probably one of the best games ever made, uh, like up there on a very oh, large yes, list. I'm not is. saying it's like in the top ten, but it is up there. It it's is up like there. in the top hundred, and that's easy. saying a lot because there's thousands of video yeah, games. It's easily a top um, game. Not one of my favorites because really, it, I was emotionally immersed in the story. I was immersed in the story. I wasn't quite immersed in the world. I was very. See, like, I was immersed this in is, the world. This is technically very interesting, and I was not constantly excited and engaged you see, by like oh. all the side quests and things like that oh dude like some random stranger like hey there partner can you help me out and i was like no <laughs> see i loved it. i had to i think i told you that like the first week i was playing it i had to pour myself a glass of bourbon <laughs> just to really get into it because i it just no not to get into it because, but because i felt in it already yeah and i was just so in it i just went i need to they're drinking. Uh, I, I feel like I need to have a drink. Be- I actually really like that. It just fits. And I remember I came back into the room with, with uh, Basil Hayden. And uh, my girlfriend went, you're drinking? I went, I, I have to. I don't know why. It was an accident. It just works. I just, I'm so compelled right now to 
I feel so in this world. Mm-hmm. Right now, we, we would be drinking whiskey. Yeah. So there's you know, multiple times in the game where they do drink whiskey. Yeah. So it's just Lenny. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just uh, I'm I'm going to have some, and that's kind of what it was. That's super fun. Um, there's another recent game that I wanted to mention that was like I was also very oh not super recent uh ten years ago actually holy cow whoa uh Skyrim. Skyrim is one of my favorite games of all time. I also consider it one of the best games of all time. Way higher than Red Dead Redemption 2. Completely immersed. I live yeah. in that world. Like, when I shut off Skyrim, it's like, ugh, I have to go back to this world. This is stupid. I want to go fight dragons and frost trolls and stuff like that. Completely, like, excited and engaged by the next thing. Every time I turned a corner and there was another thing to explore, I wanted to. Like, oh, this is going to be so cool. There might not be much in here, but I want to see what's in there. That game was so crazy. I remember I remember almost, I remember not playing it at first because I was so intimidated by it. Mm. Because I would hear my friend's older brothers talk about, oh, the Assassin's Guild and, and this and that and missions. And then you backstab and that. And then I tried this and this happened mm-hmm. and this. And I just went, that's, all right, that sounds cool. I'll play it. And then just the first 10 minutes of the game, I was just... This is insane. Like overwhelming. Yeah, the depth. Yeah. Especially for the time, right? Yeah. Just think about that. Because um, as a kid in that in that time frame, the most the the most uh, intense experience we had was Halo. Um, there were things like that. Like I think Mass Effect started before Skyrim. Like you probably played a Mass Effect game or two before Skyrim. I'm pretty sure. No, Skyrim came out before Mass Effect. No, you want to bet? No. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of Morrowind. Uh, more, yeah, Morrowind is old. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking Oblivion of Morrowind. Came out before Mass Effect. Ah, uh, I'm thinking of Oblivion. That's why. Yeah. Never mind. I'm thinking of Oblivion. I'm thinking of Oblivion. Never uh, mind. Never mind. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure. Uh oh no, a Mass Effect book came out in 2012. Uh, Mass Effect three came out in 2012. Yeah. Oh my so Mass Effect 3 came out the year after Skyrim came out. Okay, so, so I was thinking of Oblivion. It was, it was still like a leap at the time. Like yeah. how vast it was, how much stuff there was to do, how fleshed out it was. There are a few things that like with fleshing out that many aspects of a video game that fits on a Blu-ray disc that they couldn't. Like the voice lines and the voice actors. Yeah. <laughs> like there were 12 shopkeepers who you'd walk in and you'd be like, you looking to arm yourself or deal some damage <laughs> or, oh, you know, trinkets, odds and ends, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the same voice lines over. And yeah, like, that's yeah, how the, yeah. I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow to the knee. Like yeah. that guy lives in nine different cities <laughs> in Skyrim. Wasn't, uh, wasn't there a game? Was it Patrick Stewart or Sean Penn was the primary voice actor? Uh, Patrick Stewart was in one of the or Elder Scrolls game or Sean or was it Sean Penn? Maybe I feel I like know. I feel like Patrick Sean Penn. Patrick Stewart. I'm pretty sure was in one of them. He was like a king. He may have been in Skyrim, but I'm not positive. Okay, there was a there was a famous guy who played a king in Skyrim. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Christopher Plummer, who is the guy who first spoke in Episode Seven? Uh, the old guy that Poe is talking to in the tent. Is that Christopher Plummer? The this may begin to make things right. And he's a guy who talks to Kylo Ren. Uh, and he's like, 
Oh yes, 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 yes. Your parents miss you. That's Christopher Plummer. No, it's not Christopher Plummer. It's not Christopher Plummer, but I know the guy. It's some old Swedish guy. He was a voice actor uh, in Skyrim. He was one of the voices of the Greybeards. He voiced over the trailer, Uh, like one person, the Dragonborn, and then like the epic music starts and stuff like that. That game, I consider one of my favorite games of all time. One of the best games of all time. Completely held my immersion. Completely held my excitement. I wanted to keep playing it. I didn't want to step away from it when I was in it. Nothing else. Nothing else existed. It's like those types of games. Skyrim, Minecraft, a lot of Zelda games, uh, and like Shadow of the Colossus. Super Mario Brothers Three is one like that where I'm not like fully immersed in it. But I don't think of it from like a game design perspective. I just think of, ooh, gotta hop over that Goomba. And it's like fun every yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm watching. Uh, so my my co-host from the MMA podcast, Mikey. Yeah. Uh, he's Microscopics on YouTube. Yes. He plays a lot of older games. And cool. he was playing some PS3 stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if you've had this yet. I'm sure you have. I know you have. In your head, your experience of playing that game, of whatever game that is, yeah, was so vivid, yeah, and so intense, and, and and so like you said, immersive. And then you watch it now with today's lens, mm-hmm. and it looks like blocky shit. <laughs> yes, and you just go, "What am I looking at?" Yeah, what was this? I was watching, what was it, Dante's Inferno two or something that he was playing, and I just went, "That's that's PS three graphics." <laughs> That's bad. That's PS3 graphics? Yeah, it's wild, right? What? Yeah. And I remember looking at it thinking, that's... Yeah. That blew my mind away back <laughs> in the day. I was watching uh, Battlefield after we spoke about it. I was watching uh, 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 reviews and, and and playthroughs on it again and the Metro Station yeah. map. And I was, oh, yeah, here it is. And I'm watching the graphics and I go... That's what it was? No, it has to be downgraded. It has to be downgraded. Yeah. It was so much more vivid. And the lights from the muzzle when you fired and and the sound of the ping of everything going by and just there's Because no you way. know what blinded you back then? Immersion. Oh. You were so into it. That the muzzle flashes and the graphics were good enough at the time where you saw past the blockiness and the pixelness of it. And it just, it was, that's what was happening. Uh, it was a gun firing and the muzzle flash going off. It wasn't a 3d rendering of a gun and then like a crappy polygon of a muzzle flash and it wasn't bright enough and things like that. It's just, that was real life at the moment. I watched the person reload their gun and it looked like, like a Getty images gun, just getting <laughs> rotated. <laughs> Watermark still. On yeah. It. And I just went, that's, no, somebody no, googled gun. No, <laughs> Use the first PNG. Yeah, that's what it looked like, and I just went that it can't, it can't. What's yeah. wrong? Oh, yeah, that's really interesting. I had that moment uh, recently. I played through the Uncharted series with my girlfriend. Uh, I played through most of them because I booted up Uncharted one. I was like, holy shit, nope, skipping this one. <laughs> I cannot play it. It is so janky looking. Yes, uh, and then Uncharted two, which I look back as one of the most vivid mind-blowing yep. video game experiences of all time yep and i'm like oh boy this did not age <laughs> it still looks great but not that great yeah uh, yeah yeah we also foolishly came from uncharted 4 because i just booted it up one day and she immediately was hooked into it um and then we were like oh let's play the rest of the series i have them <laughs> uh yeah yeah and it, it uh it was a little bit rough yeah how's uh how's god of war going i feel like that's a very brutal uh 
storyline for a, a couple to go through. She's into it. Is she? Yeah. Um, she loves Kratos. <laughs> like she is way into that style of fathering. And I was like, don't get used to it. <laughs> like if we ever get that far, I'm the opposite. <laughs> so, like I am taking this game boy. as what not to do. Read it, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's she's started to like giggle every time he says read it boy it's like is that all he says read it boy I'm like hold on pause I pulled up a clip from the video game awards where the guy who played Kratos and the guy who played Atreus like come out on stage to present an award and he's like the nominees are and he reads them all off and then the kid is holding the slip and he just sits there and looks at him and he just goes read it boy <laughs> and I'm like they literally they memed themselves yeah, at the yeah. time um but she yeah. likes it she loves it um she's very curious as who's as to who the stranger is and what his whole deal is i don't know if you've gotten i more of that story. so atreus for me now knows he's a god and he thinks he just grew nine inches on his dick because <laughs> of it and he's walking and talking like it yeah uh to the point where kratos even says just better watch your fucking mouth you're, you're, you're talking some heavy shit right now yeah you know and it's just uh atreus just killed what's his name uh and kratos was just why did you kill him i told you not to kill him he's who uh one of thor's sons got it got it got it got yeah it. yeah and um and kratos goes i he was all just i told you not to kill him there was no need to kill him he goes Fuck him. I got a big dick. And he's like, look. <laughs> Actual quote from the game. <laughs> and and Kratos is all just, that's not, I didn't train you to just blindly kill. You don't blindly kill. Yeah. You it's know? interesting. Um, yeah. So I just finished that and we're, nothing is, Kratos hasn't backhanded him yet, but I feel like that's on its way. I mean, if I was talking the way Atreus was talking, I, that, I wouldn't be talking long. That's all I'm going to say. That's 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 how I was raised. So I highly doubt Kratos is just going to say, yeah, yeah, you keep talking shit. Yeah, that's my boy. Well, I, I think he keeps telling him off. I don't think we're going to see Kratos backhand his son, <laughs> throw him through three walls. <laughs> test, <laughs> test that God shit, you know? Just, oh, yeah. I thought you were a God. Come on, get up. Get up, God. You know, yeah. just that kind of shit. Um, so, no, I... Uh, yeah, um, it's going pretty well. I have done every side quest except for unlocking the storage room. Yeah, I can't get to it yet. Um, I've done everything else. I'm going doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. I, I it's happened twice still. I keep forgetting I can upgrade skills. <laughs> so I have the blades of chaos that I forgot I could upgrade for a long Ooh, time. Ooh, I'm excited for her to see that. Now I can do a lot of things. Yeah, uh, compared to before where I could do nothing. Yeah. Um. The the big like well not the big but the mini bosses yeah like the travelers when you run when into the, them now when the health bar comes up yeah on the top or of the, the uh, uh uh the big golems ice, the ice golems Gol yeah whatever you want to call them yeah. that shit it they're they're a pain in the fucking ass um <laughs> where like the 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 pain in the assery level is increasing with them it's yeah. not just oh I, I I know what to do. The Traveler was actually easy. A lot of space. The usual Atreus, go get fucked up for me. I'm just going <laughs> to fucking just keep throwing shit and yeah. run in. Heavy swing, land, run away, Atreus. He's going to hit you. It's okay. And then just go back in and swing again and just yeah. kite, kite, kite. Um, I'm. Oh, I know where I left it because I just went, fuck this. Uh, I'm fighting the second Valkyrie. 
there it is. <laughs> I was like, can I just tell you at this point what the optional bosses are? Because you haven't mentioned them. I there beat it the is. first one. I'm yeah. now fighting the second one. Uh, how about pain in the ass, huh? <laughs> and it's just the biggest pain in the ass is that you cannot block or dodge half of their attacks. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, you know what it is? It's, it forces, I know because I, I beat the first one. You have to be so patient. Yep. You cannot and be smart about the way you're fighting. You, you you cannot attack as Kratos. You have to attack as if you're super mortal. Yeah. And it's just like throw spears. Run, 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 run. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Like it's, and then run. Oh, shit. Run, She's run. loading her next attack. Yeah, run, 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 run. We have a yeah. two second window to hit her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. it just sucks because you don't want to spend 25 minutes fighting. Yeah. But that's what it takes. Well, I mean, he's a god and he's very powerful. Valkyries are the most powerful warriors in Norse mythology. Yeah. <laughs> they are meant to destroy everything in their path and yeah. beat everything in battle. So yes. it makes sense. Yeah. Um, there's there's quite a few of those Valkyries. There's seven, right? Uh, there's seven, nine? eight, or nine. Single digits. It's, it's single digits. It's single digits. Single digits. And then there's like Mama Valkyrie. It's a which good luck. <laughs> there's enough where when I found the council of them, I just went, oh, that's cool. Maybe I'll run into Valkyries and like I can summon them and they'll land and help me out with something. And then I ran into. Did I tell you I didn't know what the first one was? <laughs> yeah the first time i ran into one i didn't know it was optional and i didn't know what was happening it was I, just like off in a room down a hallway yeah exactly <laughs> no down an elevator yeah just i could tell because there was a lot of green health and i went oh okay this is something and then i walk i, I was walking in and it, it looks like a cocoon yep they look like cocoons at first and like, I just dad went, what's the hat uh, yeah and i just went okay i don't know what this is it's definitely some type of boss yeah um let's it's not really doing and they also don't jump out and attack you right away yep when so, you go poke it with a stick <laughs> yeah so i was just walking up behind it and i was just i don't okay maybe i have to, I can i talk to it no okay i probably have to like provoke it but let's see what happens and that's when i was just oh fuck yeah yeah uh there's a cool there's a very cool storyline the more of those you fight i think like every one or every second one like tells you a little bit of like what's going on with the valkyries right did you get like a little did I, it like talk to you at the end? I got a little bit after the first one of just yeah. oh I was trapped and this and punished and Exactly. There's yeah. a little bit more exposition each time and it's a very interesting yeah. story. Yeah, so that's it's cool. It's just that's so that's something where I don't get in Red Dead. I don't get in RDR two, but mm -hmm. it happens all the time in God of War. I run into a sequence of something where I just go, you know what? I'm done. Mm, yep. I'll get, take care of this next time. Not one of your favorite games of all time. But it is such a good fucking game. But it's so good, exactly. It's so good. It's just, and I, I you know what? I like that they did that because it it makes the game so much more. Um, it gives it so much more air. It's not just a. You're not just snacking on a Twizzler and then you're done with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a. It's a five course meal. Yeah, it's an investment. It's yeah, it's this ups and downs and savory and sweet and spicy and, yeah. and there's so many different layers to it. It's not just I can just spam A for 6 hours and beat the game. Yeah. It's well no, I need to learn and and adjust and I need to plan, I need to be prepared, I need yeah. to there's so much to so many different parts of it. Have you met a person who is helping you along the way yet? The head 
Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did you ca- decapitate a guy who was stuck yes. to a tree? And are you yes. carrying his head around now? Because yes. <laughs> yes. that was like some of my favorite shit in the game. There's, there's times I'll stop rowing so you can finish his story. Yep. Exactly. Because okay. yep. he, he is my favorite character in the game. I, I, I love his storytelling too. Because he says it like he's telling like bedtime stories. Yep. Or campfire yeah, exactly. stories. Like I think he is the Norse mythology character. Because Norse oh, mythology is one of the worst documented mythologies, and it's told so many different ways because it was very rarely written down. It was just passed down from generation to generation. And he is like the storyteller. He's the person like conveying all of these stories. It's very cool. Like that's how he's the character that they slipped in like, okay, but like we read a Norse mythology textbook and some of the shit's really cool. So we need to like put yeah. it in the game. So this guy's going to tell you. Uh, what's his name? It's like Mif. Mimir, Mimir. He, he's called Mimir. I was gonna say he's referred to as the head. Yeah. So it's Boy, just hold the head. Yeah, hold the head. <laughs> yeah. Give me the head. Yeah. yeah. It's just that's really it. He's so great, and I love that he has a Scottish accent. <laughs> uh, he's it, fantastic. My it's, it's uh, great. My girlfriend's favorite character is Brock because <laughs> he's just so like salty, rude, and salty. Like uh, Atreus walked up, he's like, "Hey Brock," and he interrupts him saying, "Hey Brock," and he goes, "The fuck you want?" <laughs> <laughs> Marina bursts out laughing every time. The fuck you want, kid? The fuck yeah. you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like Southern for some reason. Yeah, he's super. Yeah, he's super salty. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Speaking of Atreus, Atreus was a little bitch talking to the his brother after he's first a god. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, man, guess what? And Adrian's like, let me guess. You're going to bitch about your brother because you're a little bitch. And that's what bitches do. They bitch, huh? Yeah, he's like got that big old bitches. god dick now. Yeah. And he's just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 what I thought. <laughs> yeah. And Kratos is just, why did you talk to him like that? Yeah. And he goes, so? It's, uh. Doesn't matter. Just, just keep playing. It's, that's what happens when you get a big dick. <laughs> you make sure these small dicks know who's around, you know? It's just, and it's just okay you don't need to make You've enemies memorize the dialogue so well i'm so proud of you kratos is just you don't need to piss off everybody to make enemies he goes that's how you talk to them he goes no i just i'm just kurt you're just you're you're being you're, you're just no, openly rude i'm just kurt yeah you're just openly rude you know you're just openly unfriendly i love this like version of god of war that takes place in like a modern like <laughs> setting no i'm just kurt you're just rude my guy yeah fucking chill uh another thing that my girlfriend loves to do is when we first started literally like the opening screen and you press start new game you're looking at a tree and then kratos cuts down the tree and then he picks it up over his shoulder yeah my girlfriend was like "Ooh, he's strong <laughs> and i was like yeah just wait and then like each time he does the thing like he's fighting the stranger in the very beginning and he rips a tree out of the ground and hits him with the baseball bat and she goes "Ooh, he's strong <laughs> and each time he does something that ups his own strength like dragon ball style the the big uh the temple of tear in the middle of the lake yeah. the first time he like grabs it and like turns it Ooh, he's <laughs> Wrong. and i'm like yeah he's a god get used to this stuff does, does she not know that no it's like i i showed her like a 25 minute video like history of god of war because she never played any of them she never had any interest she would not have liked any of the other ones yeah because they're just hyper violent rage bloodbath like, roid rage bloodbath yeah. uh greek mythology. teenage boy violent games exactly yeah. but i'm like no but this one they grew up yeah <laughs> uh 
And it's like the guys who made those original games grew up and matured. And now they made this new game. You got to play it. It's so great. And she's loving it. But she's just, there's so many like feats of his strength. And a part of me internally is like, oh, wow, he's so strong. He's a god. But her out loud, she like screams every time. Oh, he's strong. <laughs> So you did the uh uh you so you already did the scene with the giant then, right? Big snake? No, no, the giant. Um what's his name? When you go all the way at the top and you like ride the fucking thing down. Nope. Not yet. Okay. All right. I mean I've I've played that. Right, but there's gonna be a lot of he strongs there. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, I'm so excited. Oh, and the dragon have you done which have one? A dragon? The one where you like hold its jaws open or something yes, like yes, that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's strong. <laughs> I know that's coming. It's that really was, fun. That was probably my favorite boss battle. The dragon. So far. The first dragon. Yeah. Um the dragons are super cool. It was just it was really neat. They gave you they didn't make it impossible to figure out. It it wasn't spoon fed of a victory. Yeah. But they laid it out so it's just if you figure this out, you should get this. Yeah. And then it wasn't super hard, but it wasn't just a walk in the park. Yeah. So I really liked that one. And then it was rewarding. You know, the ending was very rewarding. Yeah. So it was cool. Cool. It was very cool. I'm glad you're still liking it. I'm glad you're still playing. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. I almost, I almost remembered Scarface Sandwich. Maybe next time. I'm, I'm sorry, s- man. I don't make these rules. You know what's funny? After, out of all the things you point out, you keep skipping Midnight Gospel Episode 5. Yeah, that's intentional. We don't you, need to talk about keep it. keep skipping that one. Out of all the things that are listed here, you hey, skip that consistently. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I no, will. You won't. No, you won't. No, I won't. I just no, want to say that's maybe shut you up about no, you it. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. I don't know why. Think about it. I want you to think about it, and I want you to text me just a little, add a little bit more information to the note when you think about it, okay? For a modern day Scarface sandwich? Next week, modern day Scarface sandwich. I can personally guarantee that Dubs will have remembered it by then, and that is what we will talk about next week. Okay, sounds good. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. your power good job dubs power i'm very proud of you power here's my power power Woo! oh baby all right look at this thing <laughs> oh no so glad this is an audio medium oh, so look nobody had to huh? see that oh we still did it what was that face how would you describe that face guppy face <laughs> let's just do it let's just do the episode